Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service Podcasts. In this podcast, we'll talk about zero hunger, one of the most pressing of the 17 UN Sustainable Development Goals, and yet one that will most surely be missed by 2030. Stay with us for more and more thorough analysis of current and future challenges. The second Sustainable Development Goal seeks to end hunger and malnutrition in the world, as well as to promote sustainable agriculture to be able to feed an increasingly populated and hungry planet. But intentions are in stark contrast with reality. Aggravated by the effects of the pandemic and Russia's war on Ukraine, Hunger and malnutrition are rising dramatically across the world. Yes, they are. Just to give you some figures, in 2020, over 800 million people in the world faced chronic hunger, the highest level since 2014. And Russia's war in Ukraine risks increasing this number by 7 to 13 million in 2022 and 2023. Let's hear the UN Secretary General, Antonio Guterres. 36 countries count on Russia and Ukraine for more than half of their wheat imports, including some of the poorest and most vulnerable countries of the world. And prices were already on the rise, but the war has made a bad situation far worse. As prices climb, so does hunger and malnutrition, especially for young children. The UN's Food and Agriculture Organization predicted that by 2030, under current trends, This number may fall to 660 million people, which is still far from the objective of zero hunger set in the SDG2. And those predictions were made before Russia's invasion. Furthermore, first the pandemic and now the impact of Russia's war against Ukraine have exacerbated negative trends in other SDG2 targets and pre-existing distortions in food systems, where the hidden costs of food imbalances to deal with negative health and environmental and social impacts double the current food market value. Truth is, major challenges will need to be overcome in order to achieve this challenge. So, what is the world doing about it? Well, the fight against hunger and malnutrition has been the focus of two global summits. The UN Food Systems Summit took place in September 2021 and committed to a profound reform of global food systems. A few months later, in December 2021, the Nutrition for Growth Summit saw the biggest pledge since 2013, totaling over 25 billion euros. So how's the situation in Europe? Whilst being considered one of the most food-secure regions in the world, nearly 7 million people in the EU were already experiencing severe food insecurity before the pandemic. And despite EU information and labelling efforts and awareness-raising campaigns, malnutrition is on the rise. In 2017, more than half of EU adults were overweight, especially among the less educated and the less wealthy. To combat this problem, the EU has come up with initiatives such as the Action Plan on Childhood Obesity and a scheme to distribute fruit, vegetables and milk to schoolchildren. But more efforts are needed. Yes, they are. Now, apart from fighting malnutrition, the EU is also deeply committed to promoting sustainable food production through initiatives such as the Farm to Fork and Biodiversity Strategies, which seek to increase the share of organic farming in the EU. So, are efforts paying off? 
Well, let's say that while agricultural production has certainly become more sustainable over the past few years, we have not yet managed to reduce its adverse environmental impacts. Levels of ammonia emissions and nitrates in groundwater are still on the rise, and soil erosion remains a major threat, although there are signs of improvement across the EU. Particularly alarming is the increasing level of biodiversity loss as a result of intensive agricultural practices and pesticides. That's right. But let's now turn our attention to the EU's role and actions to end hunger in the world. Stay with us. Providing more than half of official development assistance worldwide, the EU and its member states play an important role in the global fight against hunger. And they reaffirmed this commitment in the new European Consensus on Development, which seeks to ensure access to affordable, safe and nutritious food for all. The EU can also provide direct food aid in crisis situations and support third countries in preventing and managing food crises through several tools, including the promotion of sustainable agricultural practices and conflict management capacities when the need arises. The EU also relies on science and multilateral cooperation to identify risks and foster innovation, to help third countries prevent and better respond to food crises when they emerge. Beyond research, the EU has long called for the coordination of global agencies dealing with food security. This call was already part of the 2010 Food Security Framework and was more recently included in the EU priorities for the UN Food Security Summit. EU internal policies also have an impact on third countries, especially agriculture, climate and trade policies. As the largest importer and exporter of agricultural products, the EU can generate demand that impacts food production in developing countries, sometimes negatively. Indeed, our increasing appetite for palm oil, beef, cocoa, coffee or soya have devastated many African and Asian forests. But the EU has taken steps to minimise the impact of its agricultural policy on developing countries, as well as preventing the import of products which endanger the world's forests. Furthermore, the EU is supporting the global transition to sustainable agri-food systems, in line with the objectives of the farm-to-fork strategy and the sustainable development goals. Through its external policies, including international cooperation and trade, the EU is also pursuing green alliances on sustainable food systems, notably with Africa. Here's Anna Caprile from the European Parliamentary Research Service. Building on the goal set in the Green Deal and the Farm to Fork strategy path, as well as on the outcomes of the UN Food System Summit, the EU is working on developing the sustainability of food systems with about 70 partner countries through its international cooperation program. Moreover, the EU and its member states committed at the Nutrition for Growth Summit in Tokyo to continue addressing malnutrition with a substantial pledge amounting to 4.3 billion euro in the period 2021-2024. The European Parliament wants the EU to be a front-runner in the implementation of the SDGs and is deeply concerned about rising food insecurity in third countries, especially after the pandemic and the impact of Russia's war in Ukraine on global food supplies. Jordan, Yemen, Israel and Lebanon are among the countries most at risk, but African countries will also have a hard time facing market disruption and rising prices. 
What's certain is that food shortages combined with higher prices for food and energy will have a serious impact on food assistance for fragile countries. Want to know more? Check out Anna Caprile and Eric Pichon's full policy brief on the EPRS website or in our app. This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Thanks for listening.